Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Morning, everyone. Isn't it so good to be in the house today? You know, before coming to The Rock, I thought that Monday was the first day of the week. But now I know and truly believe that Sunday is. And I can't think of a better way to start the week than by being at church around good godly people with some great coffee. So thank you, coffee team, for keeping us going in these early mornings. But I want to encourage you today to press in and make sure you don't leave here the same way you came in. Amen? Amen. Well, if you don't know or if you're new to this church, every year we choose a word that directs our lives, our church, and if we live it out, sets our year up for a win. And this year, it is moving forward with renewed sense of hope and purpose. You can see it there on our wall. We had awesome t-shirts made, key rings. We put it everywhere we could. And I love how intentional that word is, moving forward. Because if we take the words moving and forward and break them down, you can see that moving is a verb. It's an action word. And forward is an adverb of place. It's telling us where to move. So our word for the year is literally giving us an action and then telling us where to direct this action. I think that's pretty amazing. It's not telling us to get stuck where we are. It's not telling us to go back to our old ways. No, it's telling us to get moving and get moving forward. In the children's story where the tortoise races the hare, who of you have heard that story? There's a tortoise, a hare, they race each other. The tortoise wins. But the tortoise doesn't beat the hare by being the fastest. No, he wins the race because he keeps moving forward, no matter how slow. And I know that some of us might feel like this year is pretty much over. It's too late to move forward, Amy. Maybe you're sitting here with some regrets, some guilt for not being who you wanted to be or where you wanted to be. But I want to tell you that God is not confined by a calendar. There's always time for God to move. Let me repeat that. There's always time for God to move. It's never too late or too early with him. So with the last bit of the year, I want to encourage you to not give up, but to keep moving with God. And I feel there are three ways that we have and still can move forward this year. Firstly, we need to remain in him. Keep walking with God. Now, there's a difference between refusing to change and remaining. Refusing to change gets you stuck in one place. But remaining obedient gets you closer to God and allows you to step into all he has called you to be. When we turn our hearts to God, we are called to change our ways. It says in Matthew 4, 17, from then on, Jesus began to tell people, turn to God and change the way you think and act because the kingdom of heaven is near. You see, we can't turn to him and stay the same. There needs to be a change. When someone decides to get healthy, they can't just think about getting healthier. I wish it was that easy, though. They need to probably cut out the chocolates and start exercising. There needs to be a consistent change in their behavior. And the same applies when we decide to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and live according to God's principles. And once we have changed from our old ways, we then need to remain in Him. And in our daily lives, we need to remain obedient in three areas with our time, our treasure, and our talent. 
We need to remain obedient with our time by being found in the house to grow and worship his name together. It says so beautifully in Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense and sing. Sing your hearts out to God. As a parent, you wouldn't send your child out into the world without sending them to school first. Church is here to help us connect with God through community and then hear and learn what God says and apply it to our everyday lives. We then also need to make time to consistently connect with others by joining a life group and surrounding ourselves with good people who can build us up and guide us when we need it the most. Your friends say a lot about you, so make sure you are surrounding yourselves with people of integrity, character, and of faith. 1 Corinthians 15.33 puts it pretty straight. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. And then we need to make time to be a blessing to others, to reach out and make a difference. We are all called to live a life of sacrifice. And that is why we repeatedly say, yes, so others may live. We truly, truly believe it. Our outreach arm, Rock Care, runs an amazing pregnancy crisis center that makes a difference in so many lives. And that is only possible by the sacrifice of some amazing ladies who give up their time and energy, whose actions help change those moms' and babies' futures forever. The gifts that you've brought and will still bring are going to make such a difference in those children's lives. It really might be the only gift they give. So thank you. We then need to remain obedient with our treasures. And who knows how hard that can be during December when all those gorgeous Christmas goodies come out and chocolates and cakes. But we all want to be good stewards with our finances, making sure we cover our expenses, save, stay in budget, and follow good financial principles. And of course, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes an unexpected doctor bill pops up or your child needs new school shoes. This past month, our washing machine broke and it needed to be replaced and our cat needed to be spayed. It was a month that needed good financial planning. But every week we get amazing teachings and tithes and offerings that are there to help us both follow God's principles and then be good stewards with all God has given us. Being faithful with our treasures is not there to hold us back, but instead it gives us the freedom to move into all God has for us. Your blessed life doesn't begin when you are in control, but rather when you surrender everything to God, knowing He is in control. Job 22:21 says, Submit to God and be at peace with Him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. And lastly, we need to remain obedient with our talents. And this applies both in church and in our world outside of church. We all have different skills and talents, and we should be using them to the best of our ability. I'm a biokineticist. I help rehabilitate people with different injuries or illnesses using exercise as therapy. And if I don't use my knowledge and spend extra time reading and researching, chances are my patient won't get better or it's going to take a really long time. I owe it to them to give them my best. God has also given us gifts to be used to build the body of Christ. And we all play a part in that. It says so in 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. We all have a role to play. Our roles may be different, but each is of value. Monet, you kill it up at Sound Desk. 
Tanya, your beautiful voice leads us in worship. And Brian, your smile is so contagious when you're up there playing guitar. These different gifts are there to collectively reach and bring as many people to know Jesus as possible. We are truly better together when we all play our part. So I want to encourage you, if you don't know your gifting, sign up to one of our Growth Steps classes next year. Or if you haven't started serving, join a dream team. We need everyone to come along the journey. By being faithful in our lives with our time, treasure, and talent, I believe it is possible to remain in Him in every season. Then the second way we can move forward is by stepping out. So firstly, remain in Him. Secondly, step out. When I was eight years old, I was asked to read the Bible verse of the week at my school assembly. And I'm sure you can imagine how nerve-wracking that can be for an eight-year-old. But when the teacher briefed us on how it worked and what a microphone was, I was clearly not paying attention. So when I got up on stage, I thought to myself, okay, my friends all the way in the back need to hear me. So I'm going to shout as loud as I possibly can. And I already had a pretty deep voice. And so I did. I can still see the looks of horror and everyone covering up their ears. I finished reading, ran off the stage quickly, and promised to never, ever do anything that requires a microphone or speaking in front of people. I guess God truly has a good sense of humor. But for as long as I could, I avoided large groups, microphones, and public speaking, all because of my fear of embarrassment and failure. I allowed my fears to dictate my choices, my opportunities, and my thoughts. So the day I found out I was on MC with Jan, and MC is the thing that Dylan and Kaylin did where they shared the news and praise reports. So when I found out I was on, I nearly died. I wanted to crawl into a little ball and hide away, and I'm pretty sure I was nervous from that Friday till the Sunday. But one thing had changed since my school incident to then. I now know who my God is. And while I still get nervous, and my heart is racing a little faster than it should right now, I know I can no longer let my fears rule me. I needed to submit, surrender, and step out. It says in Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Sometimes it just takes a bold step, a little bit of discomfort, and a complete trust in God to move out of where we are and into all God has for us. And if you want to read a pretty awesome story about a pretty awesome person who could have also let her fears hold her back, that would have changed the course of her people, but instead chose to be brave, then I suggest you read the book of Esther. Everything changed when she said yes. By stepping out and learning to rest and rely on God, we can move into all he has for us. And then the third way we can move forward is by looking up. So firstly, remain in him. Secondly, step up, step out. And thirdly, look up. I truly believe the only way to move forward in confidence, knowing that we are becoming all we are meant to be, doing all we can with all we've got, is by having our eyes and hearts firmly fixed on God. It's through a deep, intimate, unshakable relationship with him that we can live with hope and purpose. Our God is the God of relationship and not religion. He wants to know you, but sometimes we let distractions get in the way. We let the world, business, work, friends, 
interfere with growing with God. But I want to share with you a few ways we can make sure we don't lose our relationship with God as life happens. And we all know life happens. Firstly, plan. Plan intentional time getting to know his word and spend time in his presence. We've all heard the saying, failing to plan is planning to fail. And it applies with our relationship with God. Relationships are two-way streets. In a marriage, for example, both husband and wife need to be fully committed to each other in order to make it work. If only one person is giving and the other is simply taking, the relationship is probably going to come under some major strain. So we need to come to God and spend time with Him, getting to know Him, and then sharing our heart, our desires, and our thoughts with Him. James 4.8 says, Come near to God, and He will come near to you. So planning is important. And then prioritize. Prioritize coming to church. Prioritize being found at events that lifts God's name up. Our encounter nights, our power nights, our celebrations. We have one happening this afternoon and evening. Be a part of that. Invite your friends. Invite your family. Prioritize putting Him first. Our walk with God needs to be our first priority. Because with a strong relationship with God, we can get through all things. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then lastly, protect. Protect your walk with God at all costs. When last did we turn down something for God? Or do we turn down God for the world? God is our strength. God is the truth. And it is through him we can live in his light and freedom. But sometimes that means saying no. Say no to the things that go against our beliefs. And standing up for what we do believe in. And going all in for God. A powerful verse I keep in my heart when I need reminding how, how powerful my God is, is Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So today, be encouraged by the fact that it's not over. Each day is a new day and a new opportunity. Today, Jesus is right there with you, cheering you on, fully aware of the incredible potential that is in you. You have an opportunity today to start a relationship with Jesus, to know God personally by making him Lord of your life, knowing he came down to know you and show you unconditional love. Who knows what could change with one decision? Thank you. So, so, so good. But I know we've been saying it, so I don't know if it's just the staff this morning or who it is, or if you guys are with us on this, but can, can you just say to the person next to you, can you believe it is already December? And then you can go, no, I cannot. Because <laughs> truly this year has flown by. But it's been an incredible year. We got to move forward in so many areas. And before I even get to my message, I just want to say just a bit of feedback for you as parents from Rock Youth. It's been absolutely incredible. And we're in this very special and unique place at the moment at Youth. And that is where we are seeing our young people, your young people, um, develop a relationship with God for themselves. And that is, that is something truly so unique because as awesome as you guys are getting them in the house of God and always 
putting on the good fight, you know, they, they are now developing their own relationship with God. Because reality is they cannot rely on your faith for the rest of their lives. They need to build it for themselves and grow it for themselves. So we want to say thank you. So if parents, can we just give you a big hand in the room today? A huge, huge hand. You guys are amazing. You are consistent. And I think if there's anything that a teenager needs in an inconsistent world, it's some consistency right now. So we want to thank you. You guys have been incredible. And because of that, we've been able to launch Rock Youth Wellington. How exciting is that? So we currently have two youth groups, three if you count in junior youth, youth, and uh, Youth Wellington, and if you are a pastor or a youth pastor, whatever, you count the dog that walks past the church during that service as part of your head count. So we have three youth groups, because that is that that is our math. That's how we do it. Uh, but it's been absolutely incredible. So we want to thank you. And church, thank you for praying into that. It's been so awesome. And also we have the stand coming up, and we have our young people excited. So if you haven't bought them Christmas gifts yet, the stand registrations, it's open, just putting that out there. Um, and, and we've had two fundraisers already, and we've seen so many people just come in and help out. Or if they couldn't help, they said, you know what, I can't be there on the day, but I would still love to sponsor a kid, and that's amazing. So we just want to thank you for that as well. But for today, still moving forward, are we still on about that? Yes, we are, because we believe that we are going to keep moving forward, and we're not going to stop because this year has not been full of rear view mirrors, but just windscreens in front of us because we are heading towards our goal. And as I've said already, this year, day by day, it is creeping up until the end. But the thing is, the end of a year does not mean the end of the vision. Okay, our God doesn't look at a calendar and go, oh, okay, we're done with that thing now. No, he's not a New Year's resolution. He's a God with an amazing future and amazing plans for us and an amazing vision to carry us through. And the word says that without vision, the people will perish. And we have futures far too great in Jesus to live perished, stagnant, and ordinary lives. So some synonyms for moving forward. I know Amy was talking about the adverbs and all of that. So I'm talking about synonyms. It's not an English lesson. We didn't plan it that way, we promise. And um, this is still church. And yeah, so just something significant that I picked up in that is, that the synonyms for moving forward is growing, increasing, developing, intensifying, dynamic, improving, continuing, and advancing. <clears throat> but similar to that, I think some synonyms for God's house this year is growing and touching lives because our job on earth is not yet done. Increasing our world because that's what our God wants us to do developing leaders to level up and impact their world, not just inside these four walls, but outside in the world as well, intensifying our passion to reach the lost and lonely, dynamic praise and worship, lifting the greatest name of all, improving physically as a building to accommodate those who are not yet here, and continuing to cast vision and directing, directing lives, being consistent in an inconsistent world and advancing the kingdom of God. So let's get excited for God to move in our lives as we keep moving, moving forward. Tonight, we have such a treat for every single one of you, our Christmas celebration. I know many of us have mentioned it, but it's, it's such, such a day that we are all so passionate about Christmas Day and the celebration. It's called No Ordinary Night, and I can promise you that night was not ordinary in any way. 
And tonight we get to celebrate that, to be in the house, invite people. It's so easy to invite people to a concert, if you want to call it that, than inviting them to church on a Sunday. So use the opportunity, invite them. Whatever it is to get people in the house, invite them. Because I do believe that God's going to speak to them and a seed will be planted. But my title for today's message is, The Year We Moved Forward and The Lifetime We Never Stopped. So the calling on our lives is to press on towards the goal of knowing Jesus and living like and for Him. The motivation for reaching our goal is that Jesus has already gone before us. So no matter where you find yourselves in the last month of 2023, no matter how far you've moved forward, or maybe even backwards, it doesn't matter because God has gone before you and He will never leave you. So in Psalm 37, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, anyone out there ever stumble? My hands up, come on. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. So as a matter of fact, you may stumble, not just once, maybe twice, maybe many times, but God will never ever take his eyes off of you. So when God tells you to move forward, you can trust him and you don't have to give up on that because what God says is true. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you because he does not give up on his children. And that is because God doesn't contradict himself or his word. So after he created, as we read in Genesis 1 verse 31, God saw all that he made and it was very good. How awesome that the God of all things looked at us and said, it was very good. And this verse gets me so excited because this is the truth that I believe hits the enemy real hard because the devil wants to come in and tell you that you are worthless, you are hopeless. That first step you took at moving forward, like where's your God now? Did that even make a difference? Those are the kind of things that he's gonna come in and lie to you about. But the thing is, God is so much bigger than that. Your future is so much bigger than that. God has not forgotten about you wherever you are at. Keep on putting step for step for step forward because eventually, well, not eventually, even one step ahead, you are moving forward. And the thing is, you might have been told before that you're a mistake or that God made you by mistake or made you a certain way by mistake. But can I tell you that a perfect God with a perfect son, a perfect Holy Spirit cannot and will not and does not make mistakes. And therefore, I'm so thankful that God's vision is so much greater than our own vision. Isaiah 43, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So is the journey you're on right now feeling a bit like a never-ending journey through the wilderness? Or is the environment you are in seeming quite similar to a wasteland? I read that again. I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in a wasteland. So if we're in situations where people can't acknowledge our value or our potential in that situation, we aren't going to be moving forward and taking them on their journey with us, but instead we are going to make ourselves shrink down to the level that they have measured you at. And that is not God's will at all. That's not God's plans for you. And I love Paul's words in Philippians. Do, uh, not that I have already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. 
Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on toward the goal. So God wants us to keep on striving, keep on trying, and keep on moving forward. You know, never giving up on our goals. So Paul realized that he was not yet there. So that, and he knew that he wasn't where God wanted him to be quite yet. He knew God still had work to work on him, through him, in him. And all of that. So he made it his goal to be more like Jesus. If you don't have any goals today, can I give you one? Strive to be more like Jesus. So he made his goal to become more like Jesus. Paul looked ahead. He had an attitude of moving forward. He had an attitude of moving forward even though he was standing still. I press on toward the goal. So he had a dissatisfaction of where he was at. So he kept on pressing on. Yesterday's blessings or experiences wouldn't do it for today. He walked daily with the Lord, always wanting more, always learning, always growing, and never just out there living life. He was always reaching towards the goal. And just like that, we can't rely on yesterday's testimonies because if we are standing still, if we, if we are standing still, we can't just settle and have people around us enabling us to do so. Get connected with people who also want to see you moving forward. We've got awesome life groups. I can't believe a single day will go by where I can tell my life group, oh, I'm just, I'm just content with where, with where I'm at right now. They'll say, no, come on, we're moving forward. They will encourage me to not just remain the same. They will always encourage me to be the better me that I can be, the, the better me that God wants me to be. So how many of us can truly say that we are moving forward daily despite our current positions? Something that we can really learn from this year is, and I know we've been saying it, but I think we're still in denial, is that it went really, really, really fast. And the thing is, if we are going to keep putting moving forward, oh, I'll do that, you know, in the future, I'll move forward, you know, when this happens or when God comes through in this, and not actually putting action to it, it just becomes a phrase. So from Vision Sunday, that is where we got this awesome word or phrase of moving forward. And since then, it's been 10 months. That's been a very long time. It went like this, but it's been long. And the thing is, if we said back in February, we just, well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving forward or we'll move forward, you know, in the future. We are now 10 months later, and that means we haven't moved forward. So don't keep it a phrase for the future, but make it an action for today. And sometimes we face disappointment, family rivalries, we lose jobs, relationships end. But no matter what happens, we must remember that our God never changes. Moving forward with God means we are willing to remember that God is good, God loves us, and that God always has a plan for us. So can I encourage you that the same person who I spoke about a bit earlier with that dissatisfaction of where they were at, they didn't have a smooth and easy ride, but I love what he says in 2 Corinthians. For Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. We need to refuse to be small and weak because of others who think small and weak. God's value in you does not shrink down because of what people say or how people measure you. But if you truly step out with God to increase your world and move forward, nobody can come in and shrink that for you. 
So if we are shrinking ourselves down to people's opinions, then we are essentially saying that we can shrink God down. And we cannot do that. God wants you to live largely and stepping out in faith everywhere that you go in everything that you do. So this year has been a great one for many. But maybe you're not part of that group who, be, that who maybe you're not part of the group who believes that. Maybe your year has been filled with failure or disappointment. But if you're going to take that disappointment and failure into your 2024, you're not going to be able to move forward in the amazing plans that God has for you. And Pastor Mark will come up in a second, but the team, you can come up so long. And I want to remind you to always remind yourself that I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am.